Greetings. My name is Rumani Manzi. I'm an African poet based in the East African nation of Uganda. Today I will be sharing glimpses from my yet unpublished, I hope soon to be published, poetry anthology manuscript. And I hope that some of these verses shall inspire and encourage creatives and practitioners of the poetry art form out there. If for note else, then the poems in here should confirm to you that poetry can't get any worse. So why not go ahead and pursue your own literary journey? The first poem I will be sharing is titled Teaching My Son to Brush His Beard. I hope you enjoy it. Teaching My Son to Brush His Beard. The day will dawn mellow and the humped bull in his kind kraal will bellow when the rampara sun shines a deep and golden yellow. And they will come to me inside my obi and announce in the tone of a royal decree that my queen has willed forth a son. And I shall rise from my stool and stride forth into the morning cool and my soul's chalice shall be truly full. And I will reach out to take this messenger from our gods into my arms. And the brush of his midnight skin against my palms shall feel like the first wash of the returning rains. And I shall behold myself inside his omniscient dark eyes. And his laughter shall relight his mother's fire in the silent hearth and cure our ailing land of all its pains. And I will baptize him in the Congo and ablute him in the Nile, and I shall suckle him on the Renzori's snowy peaks and feed him from the Lamagaya's taloned beaks. I will raise my son to be a man. The boar hunt and wrestling ground shall be as playthings to him, and no day shall pass before he calls forth the long drum's magical sound. He will ferry my stool to the elders' grand council and yet pay close heed to his mother's sage counsel. A protector shall he be of fearful maidens who from ill use flee and a refuge to weary hearts that seek a shade beneath friendship's blossoming tree. A drinker of thick foaming brew, a fister on mealy pottage shall he be. A lover who attacks shamba and ploughing field as passionately as he charges the damsel before whom potent manhood he does wield. He will fight and love and lose and have. He will despair and strive and muse and thrive and in all be a man. He will befriend shield and spear, yet lovingly caught the kitchen fire. He will learn to speak in grave, manly tone, yet respectfully bow before the cooking stone. He will hide the kine and goat, yet upon his crown gladly bear the earthen water pot. He will ever speak his mind, yet in all masculine fury seek to remain kind. He will be a grateful son, my boy and confer with our gods to clear a path for me in those afterlife roads. He will be my son, 
and I will teach him to brush his beard. This poem is called, I Will Hold Fort Rukundwa. Rukundwa, you have wounded me beyond flesh and soul, buried your shrapnel inside, deep beneath the layers of minds we call. Yet I will not abandon Fort, beloved mine, in this battle to win thy opalescent heart, and upon life's stage shall I play my ill-fated part. For you, I have trained my muzzle on the spearmen of doubt, and painted a target against the back of despair's archers. I have shelled a walled city of thy indifference with the ballistics of desire, and bombarded the encampment of my own diffidence with round upon round of passion's mortar fire. I have lit up the skies of private fantasy with volleys of aerial bombardment, and my troops, though weary, have gained on reality's territory. The last defenders of bachelorhood's stronghold are undone, panicked. They flee in disarray to all cardinal directions when I storm high castle walls. When the dust settles, my loins levies drunk on battle last rampage through solitude's streets, boating and looting, while I, grim-fest and resolute, pass swift judgment on celibacy's prisoners of war. Before striding into the foe's vanquished sanctum, I superintend the summary execution of their captives. Behold me irrigate the battlefield of love-making with the blood of loneliness's infidels. Battles have I won, surrenders accepted, and with honors been bestowed. Yet still, Rukundwa, the infantry of gloom accosts my spirit's flanks, while the navy of sorrow besieges my heart's harbor from all sides. Alas! The cavalry of fear charges down the broad road from yonder hill, its frenzied hooves bearing upon my soul's gates like a Mongol horde, intent my peace to incommode. The lancers of dejection have taken my esteem in the rear, while the senior command of my confidence has been routed by the mounted vanguard of your silence. Still, Rukundwa, I will hold fort and wet the blade of Adiwa's sword upon the whetstone of memory. I will sharpen the darts of affection against the dagger of past seduction, and chisel the quiver of temperance from the cedar of fond remembrance. I will hold our love's fort, Rukundwa, the way you always held it for me. This particular poem is written in tribute to my mother, Anne Kedreth Munema, who has sacrificed immensely to make me the man that I am today. The subject of the poem, that is to say my mom, was born in a southwesterly district of Uganda called Kisoro. It's a very mountainous place. And so a lot of the imagery and the scenes that are painted in this poem reflect 
that kind of mountainous, hilly terrain. I hope it will inspire you. For Mother is the poem's title. The Muhavuras contracted and screamed her forth in shuddering labor, and our volcanoes trembled with bathing pangs to extrude her. In deluges of bloodied magma, she was suckled on Nyamwamba's gushing milk and cradled amid the Buindi's lush canopies. She learned to swim beneath Mwitanzige's lashing waves and took her earliest baths deep within Bunyoni's formless depths. She toddled up Mufumbiro's foothills and tottered along the Virunga's crestline. The blacksmiths of our people beat her with heavy hammers and annealed her with the pounding fists of a toughening love. The brewers stomped her in the beer canoe of our people's palpable affection and kneaded her with their firm finger-like feet. She is volcanic ash and thick scented wood. She is steep rocky mountainside and brims with life's boundless good. She is herb and incense the keeper of God's secrets, who guards the name of his hiding place. She is rain and hailstones, the feeder of the earth's bowel fires, the painter who streaks the lightning. She is the musician who thrums the thunder, Munema. She is my mother. This poem is called If Death Must Caught Me. It is an attempt to interrogate the human condition and acknowledge the inevitability of death, but also provide agency for the persona or the subject of the poem and give him a say in exactly how he would like to meet his death. So here we go. If death must court me, let him come at the beginning of counting when words and numbers were young and still learning to speak, and the eyes of time had lost not their callow glimmer. Let him rouse me from the dream of age, in which men shrivel up and forget to wake, like foaming streams tire of riverward journeys, and too early give up the fight. May he find me curled up in the womb of a tulip, where innocence and wonder make their home and yoke in the night to conceive things pure and warm. May I be found reading a poem in the mouth of a lily, where raindrops stop to rest and for a while tarry, catching their breath on their way to the sea. Where dewdrops flee in the yawning dawn to shelter from the starring sun, as baby leaves scamper off to school to learn greenness, from browning elders. Let death come to me, festooned in shy flowers, wearing a low row of broken clouds, and there ask for my hand.